bless the Most High at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. I was glad when they said unto me, Come and let us go unto the house of the Most High. O magnify the Most High with me, and let us exalt his name together. O taste and see that the Most High Yahuwah is good. Blessed is the man that continues to put his trust in him. Peace, power, and blessings be upon each and every one of you again. And I welcome you back to our virtual Bible study, the New Bethlehem Temple Bible Church Ministries. And we are indeed multi-streaming on both Facebook and YouTube. And I would like to extend a heartfelt greeting and salutation to our listeners over on Anchor and Spotify. It is another honor and privilege again to be able to share with you what thus saith the Most High one more time. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and prepare for part two of the benefits of biblical fasting. Let us now prepare ourselves for prayer. O gracious and eternal Father, we thank you again for this another opportunity thou hast bestowed upon each and every one of us. We thank you for those that are in attendance listening tonight wherever they are. We pray for those that will be listening later on. We pray for those that has a hunger for your word in dog days such as these. Our prayer also is that you would uh, remove the knot in my tongue and that you would effectively communicate through all of your sons and your daughters using this humble earthen vessel. We ask of thee for forgiveness for all of our wrongdoings that we've committed against you, ourselves, and our fellow man in thoughts, deeds, and in words. Allow us to explore the mysteries of thy word, apply to our everyday lives so that it will be a moral compass through this wilderness of sin and dysfunction. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for your generosity. For it is in your righteous and holy name we do pray. Amen. The benefits of biblical fasting part two. Um, let's see. We had a fantastic uh, study of part one of our thesis last Wednesday. And um, I am looking forward to presenting to you uh, the second part of our series on this evening. And allow me, ma'am, sir, to... Uh, just simply have a brief review of uh, part one of the benefits of fasting, of biblical fasting, the 
benefits of biblical fasting. We ex uh, explored the definition of fasting and what it means. And it is defined as a powerful spiritual discipline. We also agree that it is not only a spiritual discipline, but it should be a way of life. And because also now, uh, it should be more than just a lifestyle, it is also a powerful tool in spiritual warfare. We also discovered and discussed rather uh, one of the uh, weaknesses that Satan has is when all of us are obedient to the word and the will of the Most High. We also discussed that through fasting and prayer, the Holy Spirit, the Ruh HaKodesh, can and will transform your life, your life as well as mine. And the practice of fasting has strong roots in the scriptures of the Bible. We also discussed that Yahusha, the man commonly called Jesus, himself spent a lot of time in fasting and prayer during his life and during his earthly ministry. And he also expects his followers, his disciples, his sons and his daughters to fast as well. Fasting also is when you abstain from food or a certain type of food for a period of time. However, we also understand that there are multiple ways to fast with all of the potential help to help you grow spiritually, mentally, and emotionally as well. We also discussed that it's important to both listen to the Holy Spirit as well as your body, especially while fasting. And instead of abstaining from food altogether, you may fast from a particular type of food or even something other than food. Perhaps it's social media. Uh, perhaps it, should, uh, it could be not only social media, but it could be uh, always going to the beach and having fun. Subtracting that time from the beach and subtracting or substituting rather that time on the beach or social media is time spent with the Most High. We also discussed as well that fasting can also bring about more than just personal transformation. When the Most High's people fast, when we practice fasting and we make it a lifestyle, the Most High hears from heaven and He will heal our lives. He will heal our churches and He will heal our communities, our nations, and our world, our global community. Fasting and prayer 
will even bring about revival, a change in direction. Furthermore, we also discussed that fasting was an expected spiritual discipline in both the Torah, the Old Testament, as well as the Injil, the New Testament. In fact, we see the examples of fasting in the Bible from several significant biblical icons and figures. And amongst those icons and figures and heroes of faith was Moses. He fasted not once, but twice. And it is recorded in the book of Deuteronomy, the ninth chapter, verses 18 and 19, as well as Exodus, chapter 34, and the 28th verse. We also discover in the book of Matthew, the fourth chapter and the second verse, where Yahusha, Hamashiach, the man called Jesus, fasted 40 days and 40 nights. We also discover that if 40 days seems like an impossible amount of time to survive without substance, that is because without divine intervention, it is. Because we also discovered, according to scientific facts and realities, that human beings can only last 72 hours without water. Because the majority of our bodies is made up of water. Between 70 to 85% of our bodies is made up of water. We also discovered that biblical fasting didn't usually mean going without food or drink 24 hours a day. We also discovered that in the Jewish custom, it was uh, to fast during the day, but eat and drink as soon as it got dark. See? And see, Yahusha encouraged his followers. in an intentional approach to fasting as a spiritual tool, spiritual method, not necessarily a biblical law. Reason why that is is because when the Pharisees questioned Yahusha about why his disciples weren't fasting like the Pharisees, Yahusha, a.k.a. Jesus, offered his own guidance on the rule of fasting comparing his disciples to guests at a wedding. Yahusha said, quote, the wedding guests cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, or to paraphrase Yahusha, can they? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. That is recorded in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 14, 15 and 16. <clears throat> this guidance can still apply to us today. When we feel far from the Most High, fasting can and will help us mourn our distance from the Most High and draw closer once again. Now, here comes, if my memory serves me correctly, um, The 
reasons why we should fast. The reasons why we should fast. We'll pick up right there. There are reasons why we should fast. <clears throat> the first reason why we should fast is number one, fasting is taught in our scriptures of the Bible. Fasting is taught in the Bible. Fasting is biblical. Once again, we see examples of biblical fasting in the lives of Moses, Yahusha, and King David. Number two, fasting and prayer will restore and strengthen your intimacy with the Most High. Many long-time believers find that fasting helps them rediscover their first love for the Most High again. Number three, fasting is a way or a methodology to humble yourself in the sight of the Most High. Let us turn now to the 35th number of Psalms and let us look at the 13th verse, please. The book of Psalms, Psalms number 35, Psalm 35, and the 13th verse. And I'm going to be reading this from both the King James and the Living Bible paraphrase. Psalm 35 and 13th verse. Give you all a few minutes to uh, find those, find that verse rather. And when you find it, please, ma'am, please, sir, let me know by saying, I found it. Psalm 35, verse 13. When I'm reading uh, these passages of Scripture, I want you to see it for yourselves because I don't want you uh, to necessarily take my word for it. I want you to um, see this for yourself. Psalm 35, verse 13, first from the King James translation, it reads on this wise. And this is one of the many Psalms of David, where he says, But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. 
You see that? I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. David is giving a personal testimony on the wonderful and bountiful, beautiful benefits of fasting. Because he recognized within himself that along his sojourn, along uh, his his walk with the Most High, his relationship with it, something was missing. But he discovered that while he was fasting, he was getting himself together with the Most High. And I'm going to tell you something. I can tell you from first-hand experience, fasting works. Fasting works. And I've discovered that one of the best ways to fast is when you don't make the announcement. And if you do make the announcement, you do it because you do it as a church, you do it in a group. But you don't do it and you don't have the mindset of a Pharisee. Remember what the scripture teaches. Whatever you do in secret between the Most High and yourself, the Most High will reward you openly. See? See, a lot of people, unfortunately, they want to be seen of men. That's why you have so many exhibitionists in the world today, especially on social media. See? Now, I'm going to be reading from the Living Bible Paraphrase Psalm 35, verse 13, it reads like this. When they were ill, I mourned before the Lord in sackcloth, asking him to make them well. I refused to eat. I prayed for them with utmost earnestness. But the Most High didn't listen. He prayed earnestly. And that's what fasting is. It is it's more than just a practice. It's, it's, a, it's a way of life. Or at least it should be a way of life. It should be a lifestyle. And it also should be a tool used to obliterate the will of Satan. It will destroy strongholds, whatever kind of strongholds that you, uh, you may be facing, whatever private battles that you have been struggling with. Maybe you, may, you have been struggling with something for a long time. Maybe you were 11 or 12 years old and it has hindered you and has had a stronghold on you. Ever since you were a child, you were a little boy, a little girl, a pre-teenager. With fasting, deep fasting, deep prayer, deep meditation, deep determination. If you persevere and if you are consistent in your prayer life, that stronghold, no matter what it may be, can be broken, will be broken. Remember also, 
if you want from the Most High, you must give to the Most High. Remember that. Because a relationship is not one-sided. A relationship is a two-way street. That's in any relationship. Whether it's personal or whether it's professional. A relationship is not one-way street. It's a two-way street. There's no I in team. Okay? So we're going to look at uh, the book of Ezra, E-Z-R-A. Ezra, the 8th chapter, and the 21st verse now. So let's turn there uh, very quickly. I'm glad to know that you all are, are getting something out of this, uh, this teaching on the benefits of uh, fasting. book of uh, Ezra. Book of Ezra, the eighth chapter. And verse number I think I saw somebody said that you got you enjoyed and you got a lot out of part one. And so as glad as I am to know that I'm also praying that you will also get uh, more understanding and more conviction and more belief uh, in part number two. Bible paraphrase as well. Deacon Barron says Leviticus chapter 23 verse 27 reads also on the 10th day of this seventh month shall be a day of atonement. It shall be a holy convocation unto you. And ye shall afflict your souls and an offering made by fire unto the Most High. And as you're, as you're turning to the book of, uh, of Ezra, let me also kind of piggyback off of that observation that Deacon, Bar uh, Deacon Barron presented. Um, that is one of the most important days in all of the scriptures, the Day of Atonement. It is a holy day, 
not a holiday, a holy day. One of the reasons why it's a holy day and not a holiday is because holy days are not commercialized. Holidays are. Don't worry, I'm going to say it again. Holy days are not commercialized. Holidays are commercialized. Nowhere in the scriptures of the Bible does it talk about celebrating holidays. It talks about holy days. And, and speaking of holy days, by the first day of spring being the official new year, that is why I wanted us to uh, bring in the new year or the first day of spring fasting because the dead of winter is symbolic of death. The dead of winter means dead, means death, but the spring means rebirth. It means all things new. So when the announcement was made that it was the first day of spring, that was actually the new year. Not January 1st in the dead of dead of uh, winter. See? But uh, have you found uh, Ezra chapter 8 verse 21? If you all have found uh, Ezra chapter 8 Please, ma'am, please, sir, let us know. All right. That's one thing about all of you that's listening so far that I've noticed. Uh, you all are a lively bunch. <laughs> You all are always lively, but you all are more lively at other times, at times than at others. But I think tonight you all are, are lively. All right. Uh, Ezra chapter 8 and verse 21 from the King James Version first, and then the Living Bible Paraphrase. It reads on this wise. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might afflict ourselves before our Yah to seek of him a right way for us and for our little ones and for our substance. And the Living Bible paraphrase is translated like this on 
this wise. Then I declared a fast while we were at the Ahava River so that we would humble ourselves before our Yah. We prayed that he would give us a good journey and protect us, our children, our goods, as we travel. So, here we are, again. As you all know, as we all continue to see and observe for ourselves, that the reality and the benefits of fasting, it is absolutely beneficial. Put it like this. Fasting will work if you work fasting. If that makes sense. Fasting works if you work fasting. Or as Reverend Ike used to say, it works if you work it. It works if you work it. See? We pray that everybody would have a safe soldier. And everybody would be safe and sound that there will be no problems no headaches no nothing Miss Bianca got ahead of me bless her heart that's that's also one of the next reasons uh why we fast also. I'm going to get into that in just a moment. And uh, she says, the reason to fast to express repentance and grief for sin in the book of Joel, the second chapter, verses 12 and 13. That's also one of the uh, other reasons as well. We're going to get into that in just a second. But before we do, uh, there's one more verse that I would like to I would like to look at. That's Psalm 69. Psalm 69 in verse 10. No, no, no need to apologize. No need to apologize at all. Uh, and and uh, Giselle says that she was going to speak on that. That that all of that, what that really means is, we are on one accord. That's all that means. That's really confirmation. That's really all that is. That's confirmation. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I'm going to tell you this. As I'm uh, teaching this, this subject, I'm even strengthened by 
teaching this. Truthfully. This is one of the most important lessons that the Most High has ever assigned me to teach. And as I'm teaching this, I'm being strengthened as I teach it. And at the same time, as I'm being strengthened by this lesson, I hope you are being strengthened by this lesson as well. Because I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you something that you all don't know, but probably am going to be reminded of. We are truly living in some very, very dark and in some very, very dangerous times. And if there was ever a time where we really need to keep a level head and we have to maintain our sanity fasting certainly is going to really be needed especially in times such as these because I'm going to share this with you also and I'm not trying to frighten any of you I'm not trying to intimidate any of you but I have to be truthful when I tell you this there's going to be religious persecution on the horizon we're getting glimpses of it here and there we're getting glimpses of it you know what I mean when we hear it you know when we hear uh, of, of churches closing down for whatever reason or whenever we hear about a church uh, being penalized for, for telling the truth every true son and daughter of the Most High we are getting ready to be persecuted and you've heard me tell you months ago also that the church is heading back into the underground because once upon a time, guess what? The church was persecuted so severely, they were forced to worship the Most High on the ground. So, so I want you all to get prepared. Because there's going to be a lot of churches that's going to face persecution. It's called religious persecution, but I call it salvinic persecution. Your salvation is going to be severely put to the test. We are getting ready to see who's really tough. And who's going to be the phony tough. And so fasting is certainly 
one of the tools we most certainly must use in times such as these. All praises to the Most High. See, we're gonna be we're gonna be severely tried, and we're gonna be tested. See, we're gonna find out who's really been talking a good game, and we're also gonna find out who is really about that life. But let me read uh, Psalm sixty-nine, verse ten, right quick. And then we're going to get, go to uh, the book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Let me read uh, Psalms, Psalm 69 first. Let me turn there right quick. And I must move with dispatch because time is getting away from us. Psalm 69, verse 10. It reads from the King James, When I wept, and chastening my soul with fasting. That was to my reproach. And so I'm going to read it from the Living Bible paraphrase now. Psalm 69 and verse 10. It reads these words. How they scoff and mock me when I mourn and fast before the Most High. Okay. Let me also read this as well, according to, to my notes. You will find yourself relying on the Most High more fully for strength when you fast as well. So fasting is biblical number one. Fasting and prayer will restore and strengthen your intimacy with the Most High. And many believers says that it has helped to rediscover their first love for the Most High again. Fasting, number three, is a way to humble yourself in the sight of the Most High. Number four, fasting and prayer will help you hear the Most High more clearly. To listen to the Most High as you fast, consider combining a time of fasting with a practice of listening prayer. Because together, those two powerful recipes, those two ingredients, fasting and prayer, will transform your prayer life into a richer and more personal experience with the Most High. Okay? Now, fasting number five also enables the Ruha Kadesh, the Holy Spirit, to reveal your true spiritual condition. When you see your own brokenness more clearly, you're able to move toward repentance 
just like our young sister Bianca discussed or said just a few moments ago. Now, now let's turn to the book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 and I'm going to read it from both the King James and the Living Bible Paraphrase. And the reason why I'm doing this this way, I want all of us to get a clear-cut, concrete, crystal clear understanding as to what is being said. Because the record is also, in all thy getting, get an understanding. Book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. It reads on this wise. The vine is dried up, and the fig tree languisheth. The pomegranate tree palm tree also and the apple tree even all the trees of the field are withered because joy is withered away from the sons of men verse 13 gird yourselves and lament ye priests howl ye ministers of the altar come lie all night in sackcloth Ye ministers of my Yah, for the meat offering and the drink offering is withholding from the house of your Yah. Go ahead and read verse 14 also. Sanctify ye a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the, other, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Most High Yoyah and cry unto the Most High. Yeah. 
That was from the King James translation. Now I'm going to read from the Living Bible paraphrase. We're still in book in the we're still in the book of Joel, chapter two. I'm going to read verses 12, 13, and 14. Okay. It says, verse 12, that is why the Most High says, turn to me now while there is time. Give me all your hearts. Come with fasting. There's that word again. Fasting. Come with fasting. Weeping. Mourning. Verse 13. Let your remorse tear, tear, pardon me, tear at your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Most High, your Yah, for he is gracious and merciful. He is not easily angered. He is full of kindness and anxious not to punish you. Okay, verse 14. Who knows? Perhaps even yet he will decide to let you alone and give you a blessing instead of his terrible curse. Perhaps he will give you so much that you can offer your grain and wine to the Most High as before. Now, let me read. Uh, a brief commentary on verse 14. This prophet Joel, or Joel, sees or observes the, the, the coming judgment, but he urges repentance and a turning to the Most High in the hope that the Most High, Yah, might turn the curse and the disaster into a blessing. We cannot deny that had the people heeded Joel's advice, the judgment would have been at least delayed. The same might be said for any nation today, which will turn to the most high. And if there was ever a time when a nation truly and desperately needs to repent, now's the time. Not later on, but now. 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 Not later on. Now. Now. Here's something else, too. The sixth reason why all of us should fast is this. When you experience revival in your own life through fasting, the grace and the love of Yah, the love and the grace of the Most High Almighty Supreme Being, the true beneficent, the true merciful, the best knower will shine through you into the lives of other people. Let me read that again. 
when you experience, right? When you experience revival in your own life through fasting, the grace and the love, the love and the grace of the Most High Yahuwah can and will shine through you into the lives of others. In other words, people will start to see the most high in you through fasting. And when you fast, you have to do it sincerely. You have to do it humbly. That's why I, I emphasized that when you do it, you have to do it sincerely. You have to do it humbly. And you can't do it, you see, with a arrogant and a braggadocious kind of life. You can't do it. And that's one of the biggest challenges that confronts us as a people right here, right now. We don't want to humble ourselves. We hate and we despise that word humble. Who's he think he is? Talk about I got to be humble. I ain't humble much though. That's the problem with, with, with the ancient with with, with the, the ancient Israel. They refused to repent, to be humbly sorrowful. Before the Most High. I'm going to give y'all about 10 more minutes and we're going to go home. And we're going to close out. Okay. So let's go over very, very quickly. Six reasons why we should fast. Number one, fasting is biblical. The examples of biblical fasting are in the lives of Moses, Yahusha, and King David. That's the first reason. Number two, fasting and prayer will restore and strengthen your intimacy with the Most High. Because many believers testify to the fact that fasting assisted them to, re to rediscover their first love for the Most High again. That's second reason. Number three, fasting is a methodology to humble yourself in the sight of the Most High. Psalm 35, verse 13, and Ezra 8, 21 gave us that example. King David, his highness said, 
I humbled my soul with fasting. Psalm 69 verse 10. And you will find yourself relying on the Most High more fully for strength when you fast. Fourth reason. Fasting and prayer will help you hear the Most High more clearly. To listen to the Most High as you fast, consider combining a time of fasting with a practice of listening prayer. Because together, fasting and prayer will transform your prayer life into a more healthy, a more richer and a more personal experience and a more intimate walk with the Most High. Reason number five, fasting enables the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, to reveal your true spiritual condition. When you see your own brokenness more clearly, you will be able to move forward toward repentance. And the sixth and final reason is that when you experience revival in your own life through fasting, the love and the grace of the Most High can and will shine through, through you, the man, through you, the woman, into your into the lives of others. That's you being a blessing to other people and other people seeing the most high within you. Because fasting. Okay? I'm going to stop right there. And uh, next week, most high willing, uh, I, and we present part three. I'm going to share with you uh, the various methods or the type of fasting. Because there's more than one kind of way or method of fasting. There's types of fasting. There's methods of fasting. And then we're going to also talk about uh, the spiritual preparation for fasting and prayer as well. And uh, we're going to also talk about how to fast safely. See? So next week, we're going to talk about the type of fasting. Spiritual preparation for fasting and prayer, and then fasting safely. Okay? I hope once again uh, you were able to get something out of this lesson here. Okay? We are going to open the door 
extend an invitation now to the discipleship. I don't know about y'all, but I'm enjoying this this lesson. I am. I'm enjoying this. Not that I haven't enjoyed all my other lessons, but this one is one of my favorites. All right. go ahead and play the invitational hymn to discipleship and we can get on out of here. The door is open. Yes. 
Somebody believed him tonight when he said all things are possible if you only believe. That's why I want to tell you tonight about down. for listening to us tonight. May y'all bless you and keep you is our prayer. And most high willing, we will be back on the air next Wednesday uh, for part three of our um, series on fasting. We are having a wonderful time. At least I am in in discovering the beautiful and bountiful benefits of biblical fasting. Believe me, it works. It works 
it works, it works, it works. And I'm not telling you something that I heard through the grapevine. I'm telling you this from empirical first-hand experience. It works. It works if you work it. And uh, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, next beginning next month, we're going to have our spring revival. And yours truly will be the revivalist. Because there are some uh, very important truths that the Most High is assigning me to preach. And a lot of it is not going to be popular. It's not going to be popular at all. It's going to be very, very hard. It's going to be some very, very painful truths. But in the end, my prayer is that after the revival is over with, we will be strengthened and we will be empowered. Okay? So get ready for that. Um, get ready for that uh, and let us prepare ourselves. Also, keep um, keep Lady Marla Johnson in your prayers. Keep her in your prayers. She is really she's really going through something right now. I'm not going to get into any specifics of it because normally, as you know, she's here with us, but I did not see her come on tonight. So keep her in your thoughts, in your prayers as well. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Keep her in your thoughts and prayers because um, we I, I haven't been seeing her on here as often as I used to. So keep her in your prayers and meditation. All right. I've held y'all long enough. It's almost 9.30 here. I know y'all got to go to school. And y'all got to go to work in the morning. You got things to take care of. So I'm going to let y'all go. But uh, like the video. Share the video. And subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. Share the video. And tag your family and your friends. On the Facebook side. And if by chance. This ministry, this virtual ministry has been a blessing to you. Please, ma'am, please, sir, feel free to donate to our cause. Not my cause, our cause, which is the cause of the Most High. Our Cash App ID is dollar sign hidden one truth. That's dollar sign hidden one truth. And uh, Cash App is only uh, available in the United States. All right. We're getting ready to go. 
I hope you all continue to get something out of these, these lessons and these messages. And now let us prepare to dismiss for the evening. And we prepare for this coming Sabbath. Let us pray. O gracious and eternal Abba, we beseech thee once again to say thank you for this time of teaching and facilitating of your word. Thank you for sharing with us the benefits, the beautiful, bountiful blessings and the benefits of biblical fasting. We pray that we would apply all of these lessons to our everyday lives so that we will be better men and women stronger for thee. For you, for thee. Forgive us for all of our wrongdoings. As we conclude this Bible study, we pray that our relationship with thee will never conclude. And we pray tonight that you will keep us strong, envelop us with your love, cover us with your blood, continue to remove all things, all vices, all strongholds. Don't just remove them, destroy them. Because strongholds does not come from you. They come from the enemy. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for your blessings. And allow our sleep and our slumber to be peaceful and restful. Thank you once again for you being who you are. In your name we pray. And now may the Most High Yahuwah bless you. May the Most High Yahuwah keep you. May the Most High Yahuwah shine his face up upon you. May the Most High Yahuwah give you peace, give you shalom. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Ruach Kadesh, we pray. Amen. May Yah bless you. May Yah keep you. Most High willing, we will see you this Saturday at 12 noon for our virtual worship service. Have a good night. May y'all bless you.